Hello, Gary Indonesia. We are here in our second year at the Beautiful Land of the Circuit, launching with an exciting crazy line of the model Today, it's an interesting topic, as we'll be talking about one of the most important aspects for any sport, the fans. And this is just fitting, because in Indonesia, this country has a truly strong fan base for MotoGP, whether it's for the championship itself, the team, or the riders. But what makes them tick? Well, I'm glad to say we're joined today by none other than Razlan Razali. Hello, Razlan. Also, I'm joined by two special guests from the Mosh Pit, our Indonesian fans, Eris. Hello, Eris. I'm good. Hot, but good. <laughs> <laughs> and hello, Aaron. Hello, I'm good. Good to have you guys on the show, and I'm really happy to say that we're presenting the show from the Lalo Bar in the middle of the paddock. So if there's a little bit of a party atmosphere in the background, that is very much why. Uh, guys, where do you come from, first of all? Yogyakarta. Yogyakarta on Java. Yes, yes Java. in Java, yeah. Okay. Different it, than Jakarta, because sometimes people mistake Yogyakarta for Jakarta. That's two different cities. Okay, yeah. yeah. And you guys are twin sisters, right? Yes, we are. Yeah, can yeah. you tell Raslan? Not identical. Identical now. Identical. Identical. Yeah. And it's interesting because, uh, Eris, you are a big MotoGP fan, right? Yes, I'm a super fan. But Erin, you're not. Not really, yeah. Not a fan, but I enjoy them. Okay, right. So we're quite interested to talk a bit today about why you're a fan and yeah. how we can maybe attract Erin to become a fan as well. First of all, though, Razlan, we're speaking on the Saturday of the Indonesian GP. We've just watched the sprint race. Uh, dramatic day, interesting qualifying, interesting sprint race. How has it been for the team so far? Well, unfortunately, um, this, this weekend hasn't started very well for us. Um, our riders did not really feel great on, on the bike. Probably at some extent off the bike as well. Um, yeah, we, we did not qualify well, although Miguel was in Q2, uh, but did not do too great. Uh, so to start on the fourth row is not the best. Uh, and, and the sprint race is always difficult to recover and try to score some points. He was nearly there before, was it Miller? Uh, overtook him. So yeah. to, for us, even one point will help for the team championship. <laughs> and uh, Raul struggled, had a bad start. But we all know that Sunday is a different race. Uh, yeah. It's a longer race. Uh, it's going to be hot, but I hope for some miracle and for it to rain. You know? But uh, yeah, not a good start for the, for the Indonesian round. Okay. Yeah, we see different grip for you guys. You're strong, but Yeah, I mean, uh, we were surprised that the Prilias worked really well here especially for qualifying. Um, but then again, you also see uh, Maverick struggle a little bit towards the end of the spin race. So that's something that they have to watch out for for longer race tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. 27 laps tomorrow. Yeah. Some of the most conditions I think we've seen all season long. It's going to be a very long race. Do you think India is harder or Indonesia? I wasn't in India. I was ah. Yeah, yeah, but for, for us, uh, Indonesia's, uh, India is still the hottest. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, but it's still hot. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, let's get into the topic of the show then, because we obviously have, uh, well, a massive MotoGP fan with us. Hey guys, just a little bit. What would you describe a fan of MotoGP being? Is it someone that buys the t-shirt when they come to the race? Someone that buys the buy merchandise? Or is it someone that just casually watches the races? How would you describe uh, a MotoGP? Uh, for me, uh, to be considered a fan, you have to uh, like watch every race. 
not exactly you have to buy a merchandise or something because that's uh, preference, right? But to watch the race, uh, it's a must for me because uh, by watching the race, you know who's winning and what's, what's happening in MotoGP. But uh, buying merchandise is like a, a plus side. Not, not necessarily you have to do that. Uh, for me, watching the race and following every uh, every news, every race, and uh, what happened in the team with the fans is more important for why, me. Why are you a fan? When did you start following? Actually, it's, uh, it's very funny. Uh, since the pandemic, because uh, in Sunday, I cannot go to church, uh, and I don't, uh, I don't have anything to do in the house, so I follow my father to watch MotoGP. So you you're a fan because of your father. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and who's who, who who does he like? He likes Rossi. Oh really? And then he retired, and then he likes Mark Marquez. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> but he really really impressed by Mikel. Oh really? Yeah, because he always can con conquer the rain, the racing rain. Okay. Because wet 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 race is always difficult, right? And not every rider can overcome that. And my father always really, really So it was your father that was a big fan. Yeah. And then you, because of him, you, you watched the Yeah, race. yeah, because of the pandemic, I cannot go to church. I, I don't have anything when to When did you start following? Uh, maybe then, 2020. Oh, recently? Yes, yes. So no, you're a late really. boomer? Yeah, I'm a late boomer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like a, a rookie fan. A rookie like a, fan? Yeah, a rookie uh, fan, yeah. And uh, do you watch just the races? Do you watch qualifying? Do you watch every session? Because we have different kind of levels of fandom, I think. I used to watch every session. But in Indonesia, they don't broadcast, uh, broadcast the free practice and etc. Uh. And uh, I don't want to say this, but for some reason, I cannot watch the free practice. I don't want to mention it. But so right now, I just uh, watch the spring race and the, the race the on Sunday. Yeah, and the Right, and you obviously have different ex different um, experience from working in MotoGP. Obviously, your your former role as the the head of the Sepang International Circuit, now as a team owner in uh, MotoGP. I mean, how did your interaction with uh, the fans change from your first role to your current role? Yeah, I mean, first of all, uh, in any sport, fans is very, very, very important. You know, um, we have a very strong fan base. Um, and being at the circuit, of course, our objective is to sell as many tickets as we can. You know, so the successful of a GP is when you watch on TV, the, the, the stands are full. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, and, and, and during my time, uh, every year we sell out the Malaysian Grand Prix. And the last time, uh, when I was, my last year in Sepang Circuit was in 2019. And we were, we had 180,000 people uh, at the track, and we sold out in the month of May or June. You know, so so I'm, we are we are very proud of that, and I'm very very how do you say sentimental to fans, especially those fans that comes to the track. Yeah. Know, it, it, it it makes it makes me look good. You know, uh, and at the same time, I'm also open to a lot of criticism when it comes to lack of certain services, you know, like food, cleanliness, and all that. You know, but that's expected. You know, yeah. it keeps us on our toes to mm. to satisfy those fans that comes to the track. To keep improving. You know, so so it, it, it's very important. It helps the, our Malaysian government to justify. To have this to be a 
and, and for the championship it's great for them because they love coming to Malaysia. Uh, we test in Malaysia. Mm. Even during testing, we have fans in the grandstands, yeah. you know. Mm. So, so it's very important. But then switching the roles to to a team. It's important in a different way. It's yeah. important for the sponsors, okay? Uh, because important in a, w- a different way because of the, s- the social media. Okay, that is something that all teams are working on, creating content, uh, making exciting, especially trying to make content that appeal to the female uh, uh, fans. Yeah. You know, because uh, the... MotoGP fans predominantly are male. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. so we want to be as appealing to the female fans, yeah. uh, fans, you know, uh, not because that's why we asked you guys yeah. to be in this podcast because you guys are interesting. You're yeah. twin sisters. One loves love MotoGP, one not. No, no. But it's also uh, great to pick on your minds as as uh, female fans. What is it that you guys love so much about mm. MotoGP? What else can MotoGP do? What can the teams do to appeal for more women? Because at the end of the day, you know, MotoGP, we are, as a team, we depend a lot on sponsors. Yeah. How we survive is try to get sponsored. Congratulations. <laughs> you guys are not human. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. It's uh, Pablo Nieto from the VR46 Ducati team, whose riders were both yeah. on the podium today yeah, in the sprint race. Yeah. Yeah. Both, both had injuries. Yeah, both, yeah, both, both injuries with broken collarbones. Oh my Quite God. impressive, I mean, yeah. yeah. shows how yeah. damn Look good the bike is. Sorry. Now I lost my train of thought. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, you were asking about what, as, uh, as females... Yeah, uh, yeah because, mm. because sponsors, yeah. we rely so much on sponsors. And the first thing sponsors ask is, okay, what's your social media following? You know, what's your Instagram number? What's your Facebook numbers, yeah. TikTok, YouTube, all that kind of stuff, yeah. you know? And and, and 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 hence we have, you know, content creators like Patrick here. You know, we do this podcast so yeah. people know what we are, you know, giving content behind the scenes that people can see. We do as much as possible to attract as many fans as possible. It's very important for us and our Absolutely, I think MotoGP did a, an official survey last year and uh, around 13% of the, the respondents were actual females. So mm. it's maybe an area where the, the sport can work a little bit to try and grow mm. that aspect of, uh, of the fan yeah. uh, demographic. Yeah. Guys, I have to ask you, why is MotoGP so popular in Indonesia? Because we've heard this for years and years and years that MotoGP is like football. So there's a 
something for MotoGP to take yeah. note. Yeah. Like, no. yeah. Yeah. Watch these guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, are you watching this? <laughs> Dan Rosamondo, oh. <laughs> Chief Commercial Officer of Dorna. Uh, Please take this feedback. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cheaper subscription, maybe for maybe. Yeah. Straight to the point, why not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is an interesting point, Razdan, because I guess in countries like Spain, Italy, the UK, yeah. MotoGP is only on um, pay-per-view television. Yes. Mm. Uh, fans have to pay a big subscription each month to, to view it. Um, when it's on terrestrial TV, it's easier to access and you can grow your fan fandom that way. You know, when I when I was the CEO of Sepang Circuit, mm. okay, the first thing, unfortunately, the first thing that we we wanted to release from our obligation from Dorna was free-to-air TV. Okay, because we had to pay a certain amount of money to them, and we thought, we thought at that time, why do we have to pay? We paid for them to be the official station, yeah. you know, so it doesn't work out yeah, correctly, you know, so we stopped. Hence, there was no free-to-air TV for Malaysia. It's more Astro, which is a satellite TV pay-per-view, you know, so... And it's, it's a lot to do about commercial stuff, yeah. you know, it's, uh, and, and that's in some ways help the championship sustain, help the team sustain with broadcasting fees and so on. Um, but then again, something needs to be done to make the sports more accessible, yeah, to yeah, reach yeah, out yeah. to the, more yeah, yeah. to more uh, Money to watch, but for match. Karina, yeah, you're not a big as big of a fan as uh, your yeah. sister. Yeah. Why? Um, what? She loves yeah. volleyball. <laughs> volleyball. Love, yes, yeah, yeah, volleyball and football. And when I watch volleyball and football, they are there, right in front of me. But when you watch MotoGP, they were like rank and they disappear. If you watch it, yeah, yeah, if you watch it live. So I think I enjoy it. Maybe I enjoy it more on TV because I can follow them, you know, because uh, from the start until the finish. But if you watch it live, I think uh, it's about more the excitement of seeing the riders, but to fully experience how they uh, ride their bike from the start until the finish, I think you can get the full experience from the TV. It's more detailed, right? Because the camera follow them and everything, but when you watch it live, it's like only a millisecond or something, like, you just disappear. And I was like, who was that, who was that, or something like that. Yeah. Is this the first uh, time you've attended the MotoGP No, no the last year time. I was here too. Yeah, second time. Last year you were in the grandstand. Yeah. Which part, the main street or somewhere? The grandstand B, but only on Friday. Only on Friday? Yeah, because uh, we were like 
how uh, will they manage the circuit, uh, will manage the event. Mm -hmm. And we decided if it's good, we will come back next year. Yeah. Yeah, because it's uh, exceeding my expectations, so I come back this year. Yeah. But you were, you were only there last year on Friday, no, yeah. not Saturday, Sunday? No, no. no. Why? Uh, <laughs> You're already here. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, but actually, I, honestly, I forgot why I only uh, watched the, the practice on Friday. I think that's my experience. Because we want to give it the uh, first try. We know our country and we know that this is the first time that they held such a big event like this. So we have a low expectation, honestly. Yeah, low expectation really? whether it is going to work or not. So we decided to only give it a day for a try. And just like Eric said, if it's going well, then we're going next year. Yeah, we will yeah, going next, next year. year. And there are, we think that there are still some improvements to be made. And this year, I think a lot of improvements have been made. Yeah. Different than last year. It's so different from than last year. From the the entrance, the entrance yeah. a lot, a lot Sorry. better. Uh, that's that's oh, why okay. I think. That's very it, interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's why I bought uh, tickets for Saturday and Sunday. Mm, mm, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I want to the, the full experience this time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. And um, whenever you follow the sport, do you follow a specific rider or a specific team? Is it related? Actually, a specific rider, but uh, different than football. Anyone who wins in MotoGP, I'm just happy. Like it doesn't have to be my my favorite rider uh, or, or or some certain team because anyone can just win. I mean, I enjoy uh, MotoGP that much, so I, I didn't really mind if uh, if John Mir is the world champion or Pagna is the world champion. It's okay for me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, what's your impression as a non-fan? Is My impression as a non-fan, every time she watches the the race on the uh, on the TV at home with my brother and my dad, I always ask her who wins, who wins the race, who wins the race. Even though I don't really remember who, who's who, I always ask her and who crashes, who something like that. Because I think it's interesting for me at the start line when they all cuddle. <laughs> All together as one. I was like, at the start, I always watch. I was like, oh my god, don't let anybody watch it. I don't let anybody fall. Don't let anybody fall because I know that it's a sport that is life risking for me. I think, yeah. It because, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It because it is because when you crash, uh, if it's only you who crash, then I consider you lucky. But if you crash to another rider, then it's uh, another problem, right? So I always ask her who crashes and, and who. Wins a little because I think it's more important to finish quickly than to win. I think for me, yeah, because it's very nerve wracking for me. So I think the, one of the reasons why I, I I'm not a fan because I'm too scared to see because it's too dangerous. I think. Yeah. I'm scared to watch. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, really, you're a reluctant fan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> In case we have any people watching or listening at home that have never been to a MotoGP race or never visited a MotoGP race, Eris, can you tell us a little bit the difference in watching on TV and then actually being here? Apart from obviously meeting the team principal and being on the podcast, what are the other differences? Even from, yeah, even from us, of course, it's very, very different. I mean, the sound of the bike is very, very, uh, what was you say, melodious. very good. It's very nice to hear. <laughs> even when... Music to your ears. Yeah, music yeah. to my ears. Even when uh, in my house, somebody like... 
uh, driving up their motorcycle, I will get mad. But I, but get mad. Yeah, yeah, I will. Maybe because I'm sleeping or something like that. But it's uh, like very disturbing in my ear. But in here, I really enjoy that. I mean, maybe making my uh, my ears half deaf, but it's very, very worth the experience. And for me, the tickets too are not really that expensive. So I think it's uh, very affordable. So if you uh, if you enjoy Mississippi, you should uh, maybe once in a while uh, watch uh, the live version. I mean, like the event in front of you is just really different with the TV. Yeah, yeah, the, the sound, the fans. And looking at the rider, even when you cannot take a photo with them, it's, it's okay too. At least you have to, you have seen them, yeah. And you can so tell how, people. How did you get here? You're from Jogja. Yeah, from Jogja. So we played. We took a plane last night. Here. Okay. So how long does it take? You take from uh, Jogja straight to Lombok. It's straight to uh, three and a half hours. Okay, half hour, okay. Okay. So it's not difficult, but there's only one flight yeah. in in a day. Right. Yeah. So from Jakarta to Lombok, it's very late. Uh, maybe like uh, 5, uh, 5 p.m. 5 PM mm. from Jakarta to Lombo and then the, the return flight. The return mm -hmm. flight is very early, like 6 in the morning, I think. Yeah, it's 6 in the morning. <laughs> so it's so a maybe. bit, uh, yeah, it's a bit uh, hard work. So maybe Pak Jokowi, <laughs> if you watch this podcast, maybe yeah. you can... Flights, yeah, more flights, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yeah. point. Support the Mandalika, yeah. Yeah, because, because the yeah. flight is not very... It's, mm. it's very early and very late. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. Not, not many options. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Raslan, we spoke a little bit about maybe making uh, MotoGP more accessible on television. Yeah. Are there any other ways that the sport can improve its interaction with the fans going forward? Well, I think coming from the circuit and what I've seen when I'm outside the circuit for the last five years, I think the championship have done a lot for, for fans to be closer to the sport, closer to the riders, uh, uh, to the teams, um, and it, they've done it well. But I still think that there's more that can be done. Uh, the storytelling of MotoGP could be better. Um, I know, I always compare this to Formula One races, but you know, I think there is one uh, document, docu-series that was done very well by Formula One to really capture the behind the scenes of Formula One, which I think MotoGP has a lot more to offer. Unfortunately, it, didn't, it did not go too well with MotoGP Unlimited and it stopped just the first season. And if we could embark into something like that, uh, something like uh, Netflix, where the storytelling uh, is much, much more than Formula One. You know, I mean, uh, we know it. I watched it. All the seasons of Life to Survive. Okay, I watch uh, MotoGP Unlimited. Maybe I'm biased because we are already in MotoGP mm. Unlimited, but thinking on behalf of the fans, there's a lot more that you can see. There's a lot more of true uh, uh, unscripted moments in, in MotoGP, and there's a lot more that that MotoGP can can tell a story, you know? Um, it's not just about the, in Formula One, it's not just about the podium winners, it's about everybody. The disappointment when they fell, hit another rider, the emotions, mm, yeah, the emotion, and all that. That is what I think that MotoGP needs. And I think will reach out more to the global audience. Yeah, yeah, so this is something you think that uh, 
that could be appreciated for yeah, the yeah. casual fantasy on television? Yeah, I mean, the inside, the trauma inside the people, something that we cannot see, that cannot be seen uh, in the TV, is something we fans like. So that's see. why we have Patrick here to try and capture yeah. as much as possible yeah. behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. So yeah. that our our content yeah. can, can show more. Yeah. yeah. And also earlier we we were showed to Italy, Italian storage and they were educated they were they educated us about the tires that were used in the week of MotoGP which was one thousand tires and for a newbie like me it was such a fun fact and it was such an important fact because for a newbie like me I don't know anything about that. Well Neil this is something that yeah. as part of important. the experience with yeah. RNF yeah. is that we offer this pedal experience not only to walk the paddock, yeah, try yeah, to yeah. bum other riders, or even yeah. the usual pit garage. Yes. But we offer a technical presentation mm, yeah, with Michelin, yeah. with Ixon, yeah, yeah. with Shark Helmets, so that fans really get to know yeah. everything People and anything yeah. about... And about the preparation about going behind the real race, yeah. Ah, so you enjoy all these things, I'm glad, yeah. because... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I honestly, I don't mean to be <laughs> I mean, chauvinist, but yeah. you know, yeah. for, for for women fans, yeah. that's what yeah, you guys I know. like. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, yeah. It might be a small things, but for a new new fans like me, for someone who doesn't know at all about MotoGP, who doesn't know much, it's important to know about that, to be educated such things, yeah. because if like what you said, if we are about to make a docu-series and we included that kind of material, I think it's kind of important because people know that there are a lot going on behind the preparation of the MotoGP than what we see on the race. So it's very, very important, I think. Patrick, yeah. take note of that thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Even the meet and greet. Yeah, it was super amazing for me. Because uh, Even we, like, short, we yes. like conversing with them in a very close contact and mm. they took the time to meet us. So we as a friend, as a friend, really feel privileged. Mm. Like, like we're talking with them, they look, they look at us and we like do photos like, inside them without any rush. Like, you know, we need to do video or something like that, like, like, like really quick or something like that. So actually, we need to do I think I think what nice. the championship have done and what the effort made by the team, we try to make it as accessible as possible yeah. for the fans. I think MotoGP have done that with uh, the fans parade, with the hero walk, with the pre-events that they do all the time. You know, uh, the fan zone. You know, I think I think, but for for the fans to ask more, I think sometimes it's virtually impossible. But I think they've done quite enough. And I think and I think for us as a team we tried our best yeah. to accommodate our yeah. guests and yeah. fans as well. But like I said maybe the storytelling yeah. of uh, the sport behind the scenes will be I know from the mid and grid that Mikael wishing it would be raining yeah. tomorrow. So if it's raining, I yeah. will go for Miguel. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope tomorrow maybe a little bit of rain would be nice. Yeah. Yeah, because it's because last year he won, right? Yeah. 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 So I think oh, yeah. Yeah. So in my race, yeah. My prediction, 
Yeah. Uh, tomorrow is raining and Miguel. If it's dry? If it's dry. If it's dry, um, right now, uh, Jorge Martin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can't you can be following your sister. Oh, uh, because <laughs> I still, I think, Bagnaya. Okay, interesting. Razlan, what would you say? Don't ask me, please. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it's us. <laughs> That's always the wish. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, guys, it was an absolute pleasure to uh, chat to you today. Uh, we're going to wrap up this episode of the RNF Unlocked podcast. And we open this space for your comments. Do you agree with our perspective on the fan culture of MotoGP? And what more would you like to see from the teams and the sport? Thanks you once, uh, thank you once again to Razlan. Good luck for the rest of the weekend. Also to Eris and Aaron. Thank you for joining us and shedding some light on this topic. Enjoy the race and we hope to see you again next year. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Ladies, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you very thank much. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.